for me, it's I've, I've been a big documenter, a big share, but I also just really love the fact that we can connect mm-hmm. with somebody on the opposite side of the world. And, you know, they don't even have to be a mother or at, at, at this age in their life, but we all share such commonalities and to know you're not alone or to know that there's other ways to do something and to be able to hopefully help somebody see that in their own life. You know, it's for me, it's I've never wanted it to be since I, you know, I document and share a lot of my life. I've never wanted to be like, hey, look at me. Look what I'm doing. I've wanted to be like, no, you know, this is my little adventure. This is me trying to get out of my two bedroom apartment in New York City with my five little ones and go explore. And and this is my message to you to go do that, too. You know, like make an adventure of going to the post office or whatever it is. I'm Rachel Hollis, and I've built a multi-million dollar media company with a high school diploma and the free information I found on the internet. In the 15 years that I've been building and scaling my company, I have become deeply passionate about helping other entrepreneurs to do the same. So each week, I'll be sharing tangible and tactical advice and inspiring interviews with the same intention. These are the tools to change your life and your business. This is the Rise Podcast. The funny thing that I feel like we have to start with is that I thought your name was Taza for a very long time. Do you get that a lot? I Yeah, I do. It's actually really funny because... Taz is not even so. This it's a nickname for my husband okay. that I started way back when we were dating. Okay, and it's Tatsa. Oh, it's, which, I'm not no, even no, no, no. I right. say Taza or yeah. I say Taza. I don't even. But I botched it. I changed the spelling. I changed the pronunciation. It was Italian for teacup, and I just you know. So I yeah. I, I mean, I answer to anything honestly. <laughs> I mean, my my kids, my you know everything. Um, but. I do get it a lot. It's funny because once somebody who was so sweet, she was foreign and she was in the city and she came up to me and she was like, Taza? And I just was having a really slow day and I was like, I'm sorry? No. Like, I, I thought she needed help like finding something and I just, and it didn't even hit till late. I walked away. I'm like, oh my gosh, I think she was asking if I was Taza. So I feel really bad because I was just like, I'm sorry. No, I, I, I don't it's know. It's definitely that, not I, me. I don't know. Are you looking for a bus or I yes. don't know. Yeah. Anyway. How did, how did this all come about? Tell us the journey. Um, so I have been 12 years ago, like way back in the olden days, I feel mm-hmm. like, of the internet world. I started a blog. Um, I was in between my uh, junior and senior year of college. I was here in the city. I was studying at the Juilliard School. I was getting my BFA in dance. And um, I was newly married. And so I felt like it was – I was just trying to find a domain that I could uh, host – big, large files of my, my wedding photos and things like that. And so a blog spot is what I found could work. And so um, that was 12 years ago. You're uh, an OG I, if you yeah, had a it, blog well, spot blog. I had a blog spot. The, yeah. Blog. Yes. That, those, right? are the, those are the old days, it's the golden so age. It's so funny to think about how yeah. far it's progressed and how it's changed and evolved like long before social media, mm-hmm. Instagram. I feel like Facebook was super exclusive. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? Absolutely. Like, I remember we were going around having to like sign a petition at my school to be recognized as a university that could, <laughs> so you could possibly get, on. get access. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I only found out about Facebook for the first time because one of our interns was looking at it and I was like what is this thing she's like oh this is where you know all the kids all are the cool yeah kids, the kids the are and kids. I just felt older than ever and I, I was like 25 at the time which is hilarious really oh that's so funny it's, it's evolved it's changed so much but yeah so that was 12 years ago and um I what I really for me I was I was a dancer I loved dancing and um 
during my experience at Juilliard, it, like I kind of felt this shift. I've always been a creative. I've always loved to create. I've loved um, anything in that field, but it was always dance. It was like eat, sleep, breathe, dance, you know, mm-hmm. the, the big the quotes that you see on Pinterest and things. And it, there was just this shift where I felt burnout and I felt like I needed to see if there were other things that I could find that could kind of ignite that creativity again inside me. Um, and I think we're living in a different time than we did back then because I feel like it was really hard. You, I, I feel like you, you, you're told, like, this is what you're going to do. Stay in your lane and do that. Mm-hmm. And it was really – I felt like I didn't really know or have the tools or skill set to think, like, well, what about this? Or how can I bring that into it too? And can I go into this lane a little bit? Mm-hmm. I mean, it just felt like, you, you know, you, you get a job in a corporate office and you stay there your whole life or you, you know, you get a degree in that and that's what you do. Um, and I feel like the whole world just opened for me as I graduated and I really started to try to figure out what it was that made me happy as a creative person and trying to explore that. And I feel very fortunate that through my blog in those early years, um, before it became what it is now in terms of the blogging world or just the online world, I was able to really find my voice and kind of gain an audience, a following, almost like a happy accident. Wasn't what I was was starting out to do. It was never my intent. Um, You know, it was several years before I realized, I'm like, oh, there's a lot of people reading this. You know, it was a couple years in, I think we were getting a couple million unique visitors each month. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of wild because back then it wasn't, you, you weren't, promoting yourself on Instagram or Facebook or it was really more word of mouth, I guess. Right. I mean, you probably can relate. I feel like it was, it was just kind of a different ball game. Well, and I don't even think that we knew, we didn't understand what analytics were. Yeah. Uh, That didn't, at least for me, come until later when you were trying to monetize those analytics. So I remember similar experience. This podcast is, is my version of that. I never paid attention to the analytics ever, which sometimes I feel like is good. I mean, it's I hard totally from a business agree. mindset. You know, everyone's like, "Well, what are you know what are, what are these yes. numbers?" And sometimes for me, I'm like, I don't like to look at that a lot. Absolutely. I don't want to get caught up in that because I think it can really mess with your head. And yeah, yeah. just yeah. for me, it's like put your head down and do the work. Yes, and I that's love that. what just like creating, 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 creating. And then what a beautiful thing that it ends up. Oh gosh, you're actually doing really well. Yeah. So. I mean, two million uniques a month is bananas. Yeah. Back then, I think the blog space was a little bit more uh, the main Yes, the that main was how thing. we got our information. Yeah, and yeah. I, I know that it's – I really diversified um, as of late now with, you know, social media. is just mm-hmm. – it seems to be everyone's got a little bit more of a – short attention span. Absolutely. I am the same way. Yeah. So I think sometimes if you can give those those nuggets and things um, on different channels uh, – but I still I'm, – I'm a girl that loves the blog. I love the longer term – you know, long writing um, formats and lots of pictures. Mm-hmm. I never know how to edit down to like two or three. I'm like, no, I want to give them 30. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. So um, – but I think one of the biggest things in terms of how everything came out to be what it is now was just really focusing on something that I really loved and finding my voice and really staying true to that in the first few years. Like you were saying, I had no idea that, I mean, I didn't monetize it. I I didn't make money for several, several Mm -hmm. years. You know, it wasn't, it just wasn't what even my end goal was. I wasn't like, oh, well, someday I'm going to. It was just, I really enjoyed sharing and I loved the online community. I think it is full of some of the best people. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, it's I, I've, I've been a big documenter, a big share, but I also just really love 
the fact that we can connect Mm -hmm. with somebody on the opposite side of the world. And they don't even have to be the same sort of, you know, they don't even have to be a mother or at, at, at this age in their life, but we all share such commonalities and to know you're not alone or to know that there's other ways to do something and to be able to hopefully help somebody see that in their own life. You know, it's for me, it's I've never wanted it to be since I, you know, I document and share a lot of my life. I've never wanted to be like, hey, look at me. Yeah. Look what I'm doing. I've wanted it to be like, no, you know, this is my little adventure. This is me trying to get out of my two bedroom apartment in New York City with my five little ones and go explore. And, and this is my message to you to go do that, too. You know, yeah. like make an adventure of going to the post office or whatever it is. Um it's been, for me, the most rewarding part, and it's why I've kept going and, and felt like I've been able to really um, just enjoy what I'm doing every day, yeah. which means so much to me. How has the work shifted as platforms have changed? So do you find yourself dividing up energy you know, between the blog and social, and like, are, are you creating in a different way, or you're really true to what you were doing and using that social to kind of drive traffic in? Um, I think I'm creating slightly differently only because, I mean, so many of the tools weren't around that we have now. I love Insta stories. Mm -hmm. I love being able to just video and and put up and and kind of share as the day goes on. Um, So I think that that's kind of shifted a little bit, but... um, I still, I still love to blog. I know that people sometimes are, are, are a lot of the OGs, especially they're mm-hmm. like, oh, we're, let's drop that. It's not, it's not getting the hits that it was or it's not. But for me, there's something too about social media is really wonderful, but you own your, your website, you Absolutely. own your domain, you, you own that content there. And we don't necessarily ever really know what's going to happen with a lot of the social channels. Um, you know, I mean, yeah. Instagram changed over the last couple of years. There's it, an algorithm now. Instagram and it, and it's, changed it's over the crazy. last two months. Yeah. Even. There's yeah. such a drop off. And I think for anyone who has been on social long enough, this is exactly what Facebook did seven years ago, yeah. six years ago, where we all built these huge, you know, Facebook followings. We were so proud of ourselves. Right. And they were like, and now you have to pay us to access yeah. any of them. Yeah, it's wild. And and people get so frustrated. It's like, they're a business. Yeah. What did you think was the goal? It's true. So it's like you do your the best you can with what you have. Right. But it, it the you know, the website is something you own. I would also say email. And I really encourage yes. yeah. you know, business owners, like mm-hmm. you own your email list. You do not own your social followers um how because this is everyone's gonna ask and i'm sure you get this question all the time from non-bloggers how do you have a business today like how have you monetized what you have created so um several years in so i started in 07 with the blog um several years in i i you know my husband he was an econ major he was working in finance he was always a creative too i always kind of it's funny when we met he was actually um he would like enrolled in a Martha Graham dance class at Columbia when we were dating because he was like, I want to learn more th- about this too. And, um, and I was always like, why are you an econ major? You feel like you're like, I don't understand. You're very creative. You're very, which yes, and economics is a very creative thing too. I, I mean, I don't understand anything about it, but I'm sure that it's, it uh, <laughs> attracts that kind of person. But anyways, um, so a few years in, you know, he was always so great at helping me with the content side, helping me figure out a, a domain and how to lay it out and all of that stuff. But a couple of years in, he really was the one that was like, I think we were one of our biggest, our first brand partnerships was with Sweetgreen. Mm-hmm. Um, we were living in DC for a couple of years and they were a very small, I think they had like three stores back then. And um, Nate Rue, one of the founders had reached out and 
um, was like, let's get lunch. Like, let's collaborate. Let's figure something out. And um, my husband was just, I, 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 at the time, like, I was just not a business person. I didn't know how to approach that. I'm like, I don't know what to tell someone a rate is or deliverables or how do I go about this. I really don't know. And he was just so great at um, being like, let's do, like, I'll help you. Like, let's do this together. You know, what you're, you're spending so much time putting so much effort and work into what you're um, producing every day. Like, let's see if there's a way to organically um, bring in a brand or a company and kind of find a way to collaborate in a really authentic way. And so we sat down for lunch and it was, he was like, have you ever done this before? And I was like, no, have you done this before? He's like, no. He's like, like, what is this is fair. I don't know. Like, sure. So, um, we learned a lot there. It was really great. We've, we, we've done a lot with them since with sweet green, but, um, that shift, I credit a lot to my husband. He was still working, um, in financial services, even several years after we started monetizing the blog and working with a lot of brands and a lot of collaborations. He, um, resigned, um, I think it was six years ago to really come on full time and, and handle all of that. Um, so you guys just do this. We do this. Holy yeah. crap! I didn't know you yeah. worked together. That's why I love that you it's and Dave do. It's special. It's so great, right? Yeah, it's great, and also it's not great sometimes, guys. <laughs> Let's not lie. Um, you know, I feel like for me, it's really great. For him, sometimes he's like, Naomi, can I have some space? I gotta get this done. <laughs> But, and I know it can't be for everyone. I get that. Like, everybody works differently. You know, you've got to find somebody that you mesh with well when it comes to your work. But for us, it has just, we've loved it. Yeah. And we feel really fortunate because it is so close to home with mm-hmm. what we do, what I share. Um, and it allows us to really be flexible with our family Absolutely. schedule. And I love that. Like, at the end of the day, my biggest, my biggest thing is my family. Yeah. I've just, I've, I've always wanted to be a mother. I love being a mom. I have five little ones at home and I just, I'm so grateful that I have this sort of career path that is kind of unconventional. It's kind of hard to explain sometimes. A lot of people don't necessarily get it, which is fine, but I just, I really appreciate that it allows my husband, Josh and me to really tag team it. Mm-hmm. We're able to spend a lot of time with the kids and, and, and switch off back and forth and really kind of live a life where we're in charge of how each day-to-day looks mm-hmm. and how we're prioritizing our, fa- mm-hmm. our our time, which for me, it's it's really trying to find a way to, how do you say it? Find a way to get work time into family time, uh-huh. if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. So do you all have a team or is it just the- It's uh, us. Uh, yeah, the two of you. So we have a brand manager out in LA, which has been really helpful. For mm-hmm. so long, Josh was doing the entire business side, mm-hmm. but it's been helpful to kind of bring somebody on to do- more of the uh, contracts mm-hmm. and negotiating when and any big brand deals come along or things like that. Um, no, we've really just enjoyed bringing it and keeping it really close to home. Mm-hmm. It's just it, we work best in that way. I know that there's opportunities and there's sorts of endeavors that have come our way that we've kind of had to say, you know, this isn't going to work right now because we don't have the manpower. We don't have the the time to dedicate to that. And sometimes that's difficult because I like to do everything and I'm kind of like, I don't want this opportunity to pass me up. But for me, it's just, I, I've had to say, you know, it's okay. Something else can come along when it, when it, it feels right. But mm-hmm. for us right now, it's been really important to kind of just make sure that what it is I'm doing and prioritizing each day is, is what I I'm comfortable with like handling, if that uh-huh. makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is the goal to scale beyond where you guys are as you look towards the future? For me, I mean, I have a very hard time 
looking at it too much from a business perspective, mm-hmm. especially because the space we're in changes so Absolutely. often. Like five, it, when I started it, I had no idea this is what I'd be doing. Uh, five years ago, not even, and even looking five years down the road, it's hard to know what this landscape will look like. Um, for me, I've always just really loved sharing and I've loved connecting and I'm really excited to try to find different avenues to do that. I'm working really hard on a book. (laughs) Yes. Um, and I spent the majority of this last year just, uh, working, chipping away at a book proposal. Mm -hmm. We just submitted it. I'm, how do you feel? It feel it finally feels very real. Yes, which yeah. is kind of scary, but yeah. also exciting. Very exciting. Um, you know, for me, I think you can probably relate to this. I feel like there's no good time to do it. There is no good. time. And for years, I was like, I, you know, I, I really want to get to that. That's my dream. Mm-hmm. I'd love to do that, but oh, this is just a bad time. Mm-hmm. And even last summer, when I met with um, my book agent, who I have now, who I love. When we met, I had just my twin girls, my uh, my fourth and fifth, were born in May, and we met I think in July. And I remember oh the gosh. end of the meeting, she, you know, I was like, I I would love, like this is great, yes. And but then I was just started to leak milk yes, everywhere. Yes, <laughs> yep. And absolutely. I walked home and I was like, What not am I thinking? Yet. This is not a good time. <laughs> I can't do this. And um, it took me a good six more months. It was January, and I just realized, I'm like, Naomi, there's actually never a good time to yeah, do this, though. It absolutely. really isn't. And so I was like, I know that I'm not going to be able to turn this out in, in three months. Mm-hmm. I know that it's going to take, like, you know, a couple hours each day when I have that time without distraction to, to just really work at it. So it took me a full year to get this proposal mm-hmm. um, together, and uh, it feels great. We, good. But um, so, yeah, I just trying to kind of uh, – Look at the bucket list of what my dreams are and 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 what I really want to do and and realizing there's not a good time to do it and I need to go after it now Absolutely. even even if it's even if it's mad chaos it's just it's how it's how you do it absolutely so I'm doing it <laughs> so you're excited you're nervous like talk to me about this yeah process. I mean I don't know much about this world and that's a little bit intimidating I think you know for me I didn't know a lot about the blogging world when I got into it mm-hmm. but I feel like I kind of grew in that space and figured out my voice and what I was comfortable with and um it feels very much like new territory just because it's not how I've done things before mm-hmm. um figuring out an arc in an essay was like yes. even just, you know, I'm like, yes. oh, right, this is not like my blog post. Yes. Oh, I have to capitalize things and use proper punctuation. Yes. <laughs> um, because I've just, there's people I to mean, help you with that. I don't you know. Don't I hope so. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, you have to surround yourself, I guess, with some really, some great people that can kind of show you the ropes, mm-hmm. I guess, and um, trusting in, 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 in that. Um, but I'm feeling good. Good. So, so proposal went out. The proposal went out. Thinking big thoughts. Yes, we'll see. absolutely. Yeah, you'll get interest. There's no way you won't. You have too big of an audience not to. Well, that's nice you to say. For me, interest. it's been important that I don't ever want to like have a cop out where it's just like, oh, well, I have a blog, so can I have yes. this? Yeah. For me, I've really wanted to challenge myself this year with doing the work and making sure I put together a really thorough proposal. Mm-hmm. I, I put in six full essays, and that's awesome. you know. A full extended table of contents, and I really wanted to make sure I, I, I gave the the proper you know structure of this is what I envision it to mm-hmm. be, just um, because that was important to me. I yes. just I really wanted to make sure I did this right. I mean, I guess there's no right way to do yeah. it, but for me, I wanted to make sure well, I, think, I, I was doing it. Yeah, 
there's there's a way to do it intentionally, yes. and there are plenty of people who don't. Yeah, um, and I think there is such a gift in you being a writer. I mean that that was uh, maybe everybody does this. I don't know, but I love books, and I was writing every day for the blog, and that was really where the idea was. Like, well, if I could write this, these blog posts every day, couldn't I? I don't know write a yeah. whole thing, like yes. a chapter. And I didn't yes. know what I was doing, but I just tried. Yeah. Um, and the reality is I think anytime you step into a new space, if if you wrote six books, this will be this won't even touch the hem of the garment of the sixth book that you create. In the same way that your first blog post isn't anything like your thirtieth or your three hundredth, because you improve as an artist along yeah. the way, just like you did in dancing. Yeah. Um so with this one it's like you do the very best creation that you can and you put it out into the world knowing that like, hey, I've got – there's more in me. There's more I'm going to create. This is the first – because I think a lot of people okay, – because I'm assuming this is nonfiction. So this is yeah. – yeah. So I think a lot of people tend to think like I've got one Shot. nonfiction book in me. Like that's what it is. And I remember because I started in fiction and then moved to cookbooks and then – eventually ended up in nonfiction, I remember my agent telling me, oh, you only do one book. Like, oh, pe- really? people only do one nonfiction book because it's really all they, this is the only story they have to tell. And I was like, okay, crazy. <laughs> all right. Um, but the reality is that you continue to grow and change as a woman and a mom and a wife and a sister and a friend and all of these things. And as you evolve, so too do the lessons that you're able to share with other women. So I think you know, first thing is just being graceful with yourself about what this is. Yeah. This is who I am today, and this yes, is the message I that I want to put out there, and not so much pressure on it having to be this amazing, over-the-top, like, thing. Right. It needs to be um, intentional, which it sounds like you've already come from that place. Well, I really love hearing that, especially with what you've done and, what and like, where you are now to hear that the growth is such an important part of the journey. And, I mean, I think about that even with – when I was 21 and I started blogging to where I, where I am now with the sense of, even with my mothering, like, sure, I thought I was a good mom when I was 24 and a new mom, but it's nowhere near, even in the last year, the growth that I've had um, with my kids and, and really finding that confidence Mm -hmm. in, in the kind of mom that I am. But I think it's so important for people to realize too, with all of this, that, you just have to get out and try. Like I remember even with photography, um, I had an acquaintance who was a big photographer who said, oh, like, well, you can never call yourself a photographer because you don't have a degree in photography. So, And I remember really taking that to heart and being like, oh, yeah. And so I always was almost apologetic whenever I, even with a brand, went, you know, and, and they're putting a dollar amount behind the content that they're asking you to produce. And I would I was always really hesitant or almost kind of like, it's probably not very good. Like, I hope that I can reshoot it if, you know. And I finally just realized, like, I would never want to diminish anybody's um, degree or their experience or what they've worked for in that field when they really have worked so hard to be a photographer. But I, I've worked hard, too, in, in a sense of being self-taught, I guess, you know, and, and, and I've Googled things and YouTubed and done tutorials where I'm like, how, what does this button mean? And, and how do I do this thing in Lightroom? And, and I've just taken the camera out and played with it. And over time, like you, you, you do learn and you grow. And I mean, I still don't really say like, oh, I'm a photographer, but I, I'm very proud of the 
content that I put out and the photos that I take and being able to document my family in such a beautiful way, but also, I don't know, it's just, it means a lot to me. I really, I'm a visual person. I really mm-hmm. love that. And so, um, I don't know. I just feel like I put that together when you said that, and it really made me happy to hear. And thank you for saying that. It's, yeah. it's true. I, I do think part of me, because it's been something that I've wanted to do for so long, I've kind of always just kept it on the back burner being like, oh, I don't know, like when I'm maybe when I'm ready. I don't know. That's not now. And I think it was last year when I just realized, like, I don't know when I'll ever be ready. And you're absolutely right. Like, I'm very proud of what I have here mm-hmm. and what I'm about to put out. But I would only hope that five, six years from now, yes. ten years from now, it'll be even better. Yes. <laughs> well, and, and that's the important thing that people miss in my story is that Girl, Wash Your Face was my sixth book. Yeah, I love and I loved hearing that. When I, when I heard that, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, there, what? I'm like, everyone, I, it's so funny. So we do conferences and um, I speak a lot and I'll ask the audience, like, raise your hand if you, you know, you're a fan, like you knew me before you saw me on the stage right now. And so you'll have people raise their hand. And then I'm like, keep your hand up if you've known me for at least two years. You know, keep your hand up if you've known me for a year, six months, the last three months. The majority of the room has come across me in the last nine months. And I'm like, I have been doing this for 16 years. So tell me, what has kept you going when in the beginning it was slower or not necessarily the momentum that you've picked up now? Like, what is that like for you in terms of... I, continuing to go. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, up. I couldn't tell you, I couldn't have told you that I was coming here. Do you know what I mean? Like, I knew there was something. I knew that I knew how to communicate with women. That yeah. is my spiritual gifting. That is what I know. Written word, on a stage, in a blog, on social media, I know how to communicate with women. And I didn't, I had no idea how to turn that into a business. And then even when I figured it out through affiliate marketing or um, doing partnerships or sponsorships or whatever, even then it wasn't the kind of business, like this big thing that I had in my head. Um, And so I didn't know I was coming here. I just knew I was on to something. And the, the story I always tell is, you know, I started as a food blogger. And the tagline when I was a food blogger 12 years ago is the same as the tagline is today for the Hollis Company, which is give people the tools to change their life. I love that. And the irony is back then, the only tool I had was a pot roast recipe. Which can change people's well, lives. I agree. I am, such a, oh my I gosh, agree. yes. The right recipe, like, or you get your kids to eat broccoli that you like snuck into the thing. Like, yes. That, it, that feels life changing when you're yeah. a stressed out mama and you feel like you're failing, but like you got dinner on the table and people ate it. You feel like a champion. Yes. Yeah. And so back then, that was the only tool I had. And as I grew and changed as a woman, so too then did my toolkit. And I could offer the audience different things. Um, But I would say I kept going because I've always been really passionate about being an entrepreneur. I love business. Like it truly, that's why I so enjoyed um, Marcia before. She's so excited about running a company. And that's how I feel. I bust out of bed in the morning. I'm like, let's go. Because it feels like this equation. Like if you pull this lever and you press that button and you do this thing, you get these results. And if you just keep tweaking and tweaking, you can start to, it starts to like hum and you figure it out. And once you figure out, I really passionately believe this. Once you figure out business, 
you can run any kind of business. You can successfully produce anything because now you know how to do this thing. Yeah. Um, so I guess what keeps me going is I'm really excited about the work that we do. Yeah. I love the audience. I think it, it's funny. I think when you start as a blogger, this is the gift of having started as a blogger. You are deeply customer centric. You care deeply about them you are creating for her and you know your girls like you know the girls who have been with you for the last however many like you have I'm sure followers who are like I remember when the first baby right right? and then you know I remember when he was born and now you have the twins and like these women have supported us even if they weren't necessarily doing it with money they've supported us just as other sisters which is so beautiful and there is this excitement and this, you know, bordering on obsession of like, how do I serve you well? And how do I create something that lifts you up? And how do we, yeah. so it's it's a combination of those two things. I love that. That's a lot of it for me too. The, the end part that you were talking about is just that sense of connecting and building that community all around the world because mm-hmm. it's just, it's such a beautiful thing to know to actually, when you meet somebody and they say, you know, like, I never thought... You could get married young and still have a life or, oh, my gosh, you have kids. But, you know, family is a a happy thing Mm -hmm. or a positive thing. And it just – it means so much to me because um, my family is my life. I absolutely just – I adore being a mother. Mm -hmm. I I, I adore spending time with my kids. And I think that there's so much to celebrate in in being a woman and and being confident in in that role and any other role that you take on, you know. And I I just – it's 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 funny how even some of those women can become real life friends. We produce um, big events. They're big now, but they yes. started as these like <laughs> janky hotel room, like oh so bad. And I remember I walked out. We had a uh, one of our conferences this summer, which is about thirty five hundred women. And I walked out before it started, and I'm just I'm walking through the lobby because I'm like th- I like have chills. Like this is crazy. We came from this like disgusting hotel ballroom with 185 women where I lost all this money because I didn't know how to throw an event. Just everything could go wrong, right? And now I'm standing in this lobby and like, God, it's amazing. And like, look at where we are. And I remember one of the one of the women, um, shout out to Jenny Lynn, uh, who was at the first conference and now is volunteering at, at this one. It, she's in the lobby and she comes over to me and she's crying. Mm. And she's like, Rach, can you believe this? Can you believe this? Because she remembers. Yeah, she's cheering you they're on. They're cheering on, but also they're they're part of it. Yeah. And they like they were the ones who told their friends, and they were the ones who called their sister, and they were the ones who like are volunteering all of these years later because they believe so much in what you're doing. It's such a beautiful, it's almost in a way. I feel like I think of my online community so much as family in a in a strange way because we really are really connected. We've been like, we've been in each other's lives and in big milestones, even in moments where I've really felt down or or opened up about things that I was struggling with. Mm -hmm. And these people, I feel like they've always just really had my back or I've been there too. I want to be there for you or you've helped me with through this. Like I'm here for this. And I just, it's, I'm so appreciative that we have these tools that we can use to just really lift one another up and, and, and be there be there for each other. It's it's an amazing time to do be a part you, of it. Do you the flip of that makes me wonder, do you get any 
Is anyone mean to you on the internet? Oh, gosh. Really? Is anyone mean to me on the internet? Oh, I, you're like so beloved. Oh, you're so sweet. I, no, I, who would be mean to you? <laughs> you know, the big, when you show your heart, not everyone's yeah, going to love your heart. That's and true. I get that. And, and there's people who haven't loved my heart from 2007 that are still not <laughs> loving my heart in 2019. Oh, but my they just, gosh. they're still there. But they're Bless still their hearts. there. Bless their hearts. You know, I think that's one of the biggest things in this day and age with the online community. It's so, so great, but you have to just remember that all of it is a lot of white noise, the good and the bad. Mm -hmm. Like, you really can't get so consumed in the positive comments just as much as, as the negativity that's there, too, because your opinion of yourself is valued solely on on you and mm -hmm. who you are and who you look at in the mirror and, and knowing that it doesn't matter what anybody else says yeah. because all the fluff, I feel like, is just as detrimental as yeah, the, the trolls yes. that come out in the don't night. Don't believe your own press. Yes. Yeah. Is there is that something you developed over time? or do you It think took you a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. agree. I mean, I, yeah. And actively, <laughs> I think for me, actively pursuing, like, being able to read it and see it and not allow it to affect me. Yeah. Like have almost like having to desensitize myself to that. And for the most part, I don't I, I don't consume a lot of what's coming at me, good or bad. Um, bad for sure, because I'm just right. like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. Good. But good, good because you. I also think it's exactly what you're saying. It's sort of like I I don't know. You I just have it, to be careful. Yeah, you have to like be really it, careful. It, it makes you think something that yeah. isn't accurate, and also it makes me feel slightly uncomfortable. Like I'm I mean, we're all human, so I feel like I've really grown in being able to kind of learn how to tune in and tune out when it comes to that sort of stuff. But I'll still have days where I'm like, you get something and you're not in the right mindset, and you're yeah. like, oh, shoot, that's yeah. really like, why can't I shake that? Why yeah. is that staying with me? Um, but yeah, like you were saying, you've got to, you just have to set it aside. Like it's just. And, and it's not just for people who share publicly either. I mean, I think that anybody has a lot of that in their lives. Mm -hmm. um, even if, you know, you're, you hold your guard high and you don't necessarily have um, a major public platform. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it comes with time. It comes mm -hmm. with growth. It comes with figuring it out. And it's okay sometimes to get – to let it affect you a little bit. But you just have to – I don't know. For me, I've just really had to – Learn like at the end of the day, I don't care. Like it's yes. it's really like I, I know who I am. I know mm -hmm. that I'm I'm giving to my people. I love my family. I love I, I I know who I am as a woman. And these other opinions aren't. I can't give I can't give all the weight to that. Well, the the crazy thing to me is that none of these people actually know you. Like you and I think for I think of this for myself. Um, I am, if you see me online, if you meet me in real life, there is no difference. Like I am who, I am the same person. There's, you're just like, oh yeah, that's, she's awkward and weird and <laughs> that's totally her. She can't uh, put a sentence <laughs> together. Right? Not you, um, that's me. <laughs> but the reality is that even then you are only seeing this thing that I chose to put out on a certain day and therefore it's not really me. You, the only people who truly know me are my friends or my family or the people within my community. And so if you could just think in terms of that, like if you're listening to this, if you could just think in terms of like, these people don't know you. They don't know your heart. It's such a small sliver. I yes. mean, you can't you can't share every thought going through of your course. head and every everything you're doing. I mean, it's it is. It's it's a very small part. And even when you're, you know, for me, it's always I've just always really wanted to be me and share however that looks, you know, with the botched up bangs to like <laughs> platinum blonde hair to just really like 
seriously, I've gone through so many hair phases. <laughs> and the internet is always so vocal about like, they do I love don't a good love hair this. change. I do like this. No, yes. like, no, or whatever it is. But um, oh, I got bangs like last year, and the internet shut. How down. How did they grow so fast? I, really? Well, yeah, yeah. A year ago? Yeah. Oh, I need, I need, I need grow your for a year? Like, multivitamin, Honestly, whatever that is. a little No, I started, I just life? cut these again myself. Um, <laughs> I was trying to grow them out. I, I, you know, got through maybe six months and I was just like, I can't. This is so obnoxious. Isn't it funny? I mean, I haven't really, I really haven't thought about this until this moment. How crazy it is that millions of people all over the world care so deeply about the hair of someone they don't know. Yeah, or like eyebrows or makeup right. or skincare routine or – because it's not – it's one thing if someone's like, oh, where would you get your lipstick? Yeah. But it's another when they're like, I mean, do you know how bad your rosacea is, Rachel? <laughs> do you know? Is there a serum you're using? Well, what I is think, the plan? What do you think about the, like the internet? There's like this divide. I think a lot of people don't come up to you in person on the street like in and Target. Talk about they walk to you in Target and say, hey, your lipstick shade is funny. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's no, things you it's, would never it's say in real it's life. It's a little different. It gives them the anonymity of being able to well, – you know what it is? Why does the internet um, – now we're just like talking about the internet <laughs> as a whole. It's like you you actually don't have to tell people your opinion. You really don't. It's true. And they think that that's like – that's what this moment is for. Like I'll be like, oh, I'm so grateful for – you know, be a picture of me and my daughter or whatever. Like just so grateful for her or whatever. And they'll be like, your shirt fits you weird. <laughs> like <laughs> not at all. Or the best is when they say, I know this isn't what you're talking about, but your roots are showing. Okay. Well, thanks, Becky. We you got know, it. I, I know. I think sometimes it's hard to look at things on the internet and – for the most part, I think most people are really happy for other people, and it's really fun to be able to celebrate these good things, mm-hmm. these things that are happening. But sometimes it's just like, I don't know, maybe it, 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 it I can't imagine it building somebody up, but sometimes like just being able to point out the, the flaw that they mm-hmm. see maybe gives them that little yeah. boast or boost of um, whatever it might be that they're seeking or searching yeah. for. But so much of it, ha- it has nothing to do with your uh, yeah. roots. It of really course. doesn't. Well, it- and I think this is this is my message, listeners. I wish that we could encourage a world where instead of tearing down someone else's creation, and that means a picture of their shoes, they're excited about their pumpkin spice latte, who cares? Like, it's a photo, it's a post, it's a, it's a blog, it's a book, it's a... Someone else took the time to create that thing, whether it took them two minutes or three weeks or years, right? Yeah. If if we could just in, – like instead of trying to tear down someone else's creation, what if you just went and tried to create something? Because I think that if you tried to create literally anything and put it out into the world, you would hesitate to rip apart any – even in the slightest way because you know how much courage that takes. Yeah. Like, less hate and more create. Yes, I, I rhymed that. that. You're welcome, hate, everybody. Create. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for, Thank you for hanging out. Me. Oh, my gosh. Such a treat. Seriously. I'm I'm glad that we got to be real-life friends. I finally, know. After I know, all this right? Instagram that's the, that's the beauty time. of the internet. There you go. We found another <laughs> positive thing. Um, if people are listening and they want to check out the blog or you on Instagram, tell them all the places they can find you. Well, yes. So even though my name is Naomi, <laughs> I do go by Taza online. I answer to anything, though. Taza, T-A-Z-A. But the blog is called Love Taza. Yep. And 
Yeah, it's my. And you will fall down a crazy rabbit hole, and then think that you need to like move to New York and have five oh, kids. Oh, please move to New York! And, it's yeah. so fun to raise a family here. It's you really, it are really bananas. Do you know? You I don't know anything who different. Makes me feel like that's Come true on. because I'll just like when you guys moved into the new apartment, and yes, I sucked it out, and I was like, oh, here's the playroom, here's the kitchen, we're remodeling, right? We'd like yes. unfold the whole yes, thing. Yes, yes, yes. Looked at all the thirty pictures that you put in the blog post. Um, so I live in Texas, so I have eight acres and everything spread out. Oh, and I I come it. here and I'm like, what are but we doing? See, that's me reverse. When I'm going, I'm visiting somewhere else and I have to get my kids strapped into a car seats to like drive to the store oh, and get milk or something. Right. I am I am like hyperventilating. I'm like, how do I do this? I don't know. I never thought so about the that city, before. yeah. I mean, it's it, it's what you know. You're right. But the and city you do is make possible. living here. It really you do is make living so much here fun. Very romantic. Well, thank and, you. Like, good work. Eight acres in Texas is pretty nice too. It is. <laughs> 